cares? I'm Ross. And I'm Patrick. Welcome to the Who Cares About Ross and Patrick podcast. That's right. Here we are. You got here, viewer. Welcome. Enjoy the ride. We are a married couple in Brooklyn. Sometimes we see other people, uh, <laughs> but that hasn't happened much because of the pandemic. We have a new baby. We're seeing other people. It's our new baby. <laughs> yes. She's about to turn one next month in June and uh, both in recovery. Uh, this feels like a weird intro. <laughs> it's too long. I don't know how to podcast anymore. Let's just say. Um, I'm leaving all this in, by the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, then just welcome to the show. Who the fuck cares? Honestly, we're exhausted parents trying to figure out our way. Who cares? Okay. Who cares about Ross and Patrick? I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> Folks and everybody, welcome to the show. It's your friends, Ross and Pat. <laughs> Hi, it's me. Pat. <laughs> it's your friend, Pat. Yeah, I'm your friend, Pat. Pat is only a friend, yeah. barely an acquaintance, actually. He's Keep a neighbor. Keep him at arm's length. Yeah, you know? I used to, I was trying to write a bit about this. I said that uh, Patrick, you know, Patrick, you want to learn something from, maybe firm have- Firm handshake, maybe, firm. Yeah, have sex with, he's got a firm handshake. Pat lives in his mom's basement. Mm. He's 40 years old, still doing night shifts at Target. Which there is nothing wrong with that. Working on his adult black belt and karate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Pat. And like writing fan fiction for like something. Yeah. Maybe Twilight. It's like so outdated fan fiction. Yeah. But he's like very invested. But Patrick, he's over here, uh, like Patrick Kennedy, you know, he's over here. Giant dick. Causing (laughs) causing controversies. uh, Oh. You know. Anyway. Controversy. It's a little Prince for you. How's it going? How's your life? I know. We should check in. We haven't talked (laughs) in a while. I see you every single day, but we never talk. We never talk. It's so sad. Um, that's because we're busy. We're we're managing a child. We're managing a dog. Managing a household. Family business. We're managing our own businesses. Yep. Our together. We had a business meeting on Sunday to mm-hmm. talk about schedule and bank accounts and bills. Oof, just oh my god! Get the dull razor blades ready. Well, what was good was we did the business meeting like in right next to the window, so. <laughs> If things got too stressful, we could have just jumped out, right out onto Knickerbocker Avenue. Would the injury from a third floor jump be enough, though? That's the question. I think it might just lead to really bad injuries. Yeah, but you know what's attractive about that is you don't die, number one. Number two, you end up in a hospital bed for two to eight months. <gasps> oh, like a break. In, in what traction, a break. yes. <laughs> what a break. In traction, kick your feet up. I mean, yeah, they're in hard casts, but... Your feet are up. You're on a steady drip of morphine. God willing. And just ease (laughs) ease into that painkiller vacation. Okay. Well, now we're talking, Pat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Pat. Pat is is your uh, bedside bedside nurse when you're in the hospital. (laughs) 
He's like, hey. Uh, oh, Pat definitely has Munchausen by proxy. He's keeping you on that drip. Yeah. He's okay. Like, he's like, how's my precious? What? <laughs> how's my patient? <laughs> oh, well, that was fun. We hope everyone's doing well. Uh, we, as as you know, viewer, uh, we... We took some time off. We're being very infrequent. Yeah. Uh, we're still kind of figuring out how to do this while juggling family and work. Yeah. Um, it's still... It's we've still, got a sitter right now. We've got a sitter right now, which seems to be the best solution for when we can do this. Uh, we want to recommit. I think about it a lot. I w- my vision is still for this to be something more than it is. Yeah. We, after we had... When did we when did you say that? Oh yes, we did um uh pro- professor Dr. B. What was her name? Their oh, name? Oh yeah, Professor Dr. B Professor from Dr. B. Staten Island. We did their radio show. We did their radio show and like we were on for like 2 hours just yeah, like it was riffing. 2 hour conversation about our life, about recovery, about uh, parenting polyamory yeah we talked about it all i forgot and about that we did that in this <laughs> know, space like one minute at a time over here um i think i just gurgled directly into the mic like a stomach gurgle that <clears throat> presented as a burp but like very liquidy so if you heard that i'm sorry that's pat okay? i'll try to maybe i'll try <laughs> to go back and delete that who care honestly legitimately who cares get over it it's pretty gross he's noting the time ladies and gentlemen and folks and everybody um so we did that live radio stream uh and when we got off of the show after the we were done we both were like we gotta figure out we gotta put together a live show we gotta put together which i don't even know if you remember saying that but you were jazzed yeah yeah and uh, I feel like that always happens to us. We like get in a flow or a rhythm and then we're like, oh, why don't we do this? How more do we often? do a Sonny and Cher residency in a Bushwick restaurant on Saturday nights where wow. we are hosting comedians. We're hosting comedians, musicians, poets. That would be cute. That would be a fun thing. That to would do. be like a great way to like get us get us going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That would be fun. All right. Let's think about that. Let's find a venue. Viewer, if you know of anywhere, you want to see us live somewhere in your neighborhood, preferably Brooklyn, north, but we'll go south if we must. And I mean, South Brooklyn, not actually south. I want on our block. I want something. <laughs> no, I mean, preferably it's walking distance from our home. It's on Knickerbocker Avenue between Stockholm Street and Saddam <laughs> Street, somewhere in that neighborhood. Near Maria Hernandez nice. Park would be ideal. I'd like a place where I can roll out of out of bed, which happens at six a.m. now every day, and uh, <laughs> and go do the gig and go home and see my child. That's what I want. All right, vision. We just vision boarded live. Live. Um. Here's so the it- thing, though, with the podcast, with the live show, it. I think we really have to choose one thing in our life to just give up. So like we gotta either wow. get rid of Peggy, get rid of the dog, the baby. Wow. Uh, quit a job. Wow. Uh, quit a hobby. I definitely don't agree with that, but okay. Well, you know, I come from a scarcity mindset, <laughs> and I'm like, well, if we come on here every time, and we're like, oh, we want to do this regularly, and then we don't do it, 
I'm like, well, there's something that needs to be chopped. Okay. That's one way to do it. But that is one way to do it. That's me coming from a deprivational scarcity mindset. Or we could just try for like maybe two weeks in a row. Like today, we set an appointment for next week where we do this again. All right, everybody. Get out your calendars and date books. Let's set <laughs> an appointment. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We just have to make it a non-negotiable, but also like one week at a time. Yeah. And I don't think anything has to be cut. I think, you know what? We can talk about this off air, but everybody, you understand, okay? We're figuring it out. Nobody needs to cut anything or anyone. Uh, Franny, it's been real. You know what's interesting about you, though, is that you are very like, we can have it all sometimes. You're very like, I love a vision board. Like, we can do this when I'm like, skeptic 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 but then you're like scarcity something's gotta go and i'm yeah. like what what are you talking about what's what's interesting about you yeah well i think i'm in group projects it's harder to have the uh we can have it all mentality because then it's like well i can say these things but does the other person believe it am i you know am i cheerleading more than we're actually doing, etc. Mm. Are you pointing fingers? No, I'm just talking out loud. Viewer, do you hear the tone that I do? Because <laughs> I hear a tone. Weigh in. I'm just carefully, you know, talking about it. This is, uh, these are challenging conversations. Because I would say it's been a two for two to tango sitch as of late. Yeah, of course. I think maybe pre Fran, pre. Peg trying to like rally get people to come on the podcast. You definitely were dragging me a little bit. I was like struggling, but I don't I don't feel like anybody's dragging anybody right now. I feel like we both are struggling to make time. Yeah, I don't think I said anything about anybody dragging anything. Uh, the tone. <laughs> there was a tone. Is this interesting? <laughs> I mean, we're sorting through it, and that's what uh, that's what we do on Who Cares? Because you know there are going to be some topics where you're like, "Who the fuck cares about this?" Like our schedule. Yeah, but you know what? Buckle up. That's our life. That's part of the ride. It's part of the Who Cares ride. So we've been all over the country oh. these last several weeks. I had a job doing recovery related work in upstate New York. Beautiful. A beautiful mountain town, college town, upstate. Stunning. Uh, and I, uh, it was going to be my first time being away from the child and the dog and, and my beautiful wife, Ross, here for days and days at a time. Uh, I went up there three times total, and the fourth trip was the longest, so the whole family came. And wasn't that fun? Wasn't it fun? Yeah. So, Franny, traveling New York State. Traveling she's New York State. Climbing. She's running. She's ju- she's not running or jumping. She's not, <laughs> she's not doing either of those, but she is crawling like a maniac and pulling herself up to stand and kind of doing like the opposite of running, which is like a slow, struggled, Squat. like 
no, like she'll kind of take a step while trying to like reach for another thing to grab. You know, yeah. she's she's making her way. It's it's a tedious process, <laughs> but she is crawling faster than you would expect somebody to crawl. Certainly faster than I can probably crawl. I think she's like zipping around. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you have to like get out in front of her to like close the bathroom door. Yeah. Or the bedroom door so that she doesn't crawl in there and just yank something off the walls or whatever she thinks she's going to do. And there are times where I jump out and I go to close that door and it comes so close to chopping off her little fingers because she... She doesn't get consequences yet. No, she's definitely entering. I think we're just at the beginning, unfortunately, of just like a series of injuries. Yeah. Uh, she's got bumps and bruises and cuts all over, which I don't know. Maybe that is neglectful parenting or maybe it's not helicoptering. Yeah. Okay. Um, we let her live. We're into survival parenting. Yes. Fran, if you survive this, you live another day. Like, we just put her in Maria Hernandez, which is the city park a block away from us, and we say, have at it, sister. Find your way home. Be careful with those needles on the ground mm -hmm. and try not to eat the trash. But if you do, consequences. And and you can also probably talk to Peggy about how to best uh, soothe whatever injuries you get from eating random <laughs> shit off the ground. Yeah, they're at, like, the same brain level, I think, at this point. Uh but she is she's starting to climb. Yeah, and we were we were saying so end of uh end of February we went out and got an Airbnb and in Southampton for like a week just to go somewhere as a family, get out of the cabin fever. Uh end of March we went up to your folks for for a week. Oh my god, I totally uh, forgot about that. And then we had this trip upstate for while I was away for work and we we we've noticed for all these trips, it seems like Franny leaves as one person and comes home as an another. And it's just been insane to like see yeah. how rapidly she's aging and maturing. I mean, but I do think it's specific to parents. Yeah. Too. It's like to a regular person who does not have a child or lots of children in their life, they're like, okay, so. Yeah. No, I, I, I say that all the time. I'm like, oh, there's a baby. That thing could be either four months old or, or you know, 16 months old. I don't know. But now we know. But now I'm like, no, that that is that is 10 week behavior right there. Yes, that is three month behavior. I mean, actually, so then we also were in Martha's Vineyard. Uh, yeah. We finally were reunited with our dear, dear chosen family, Jen Bay, Nico. Guest and, of the show. And now. Two time guest of the show. Two time guest of the show, Jen. And her husband, Bay, and their son, Nico, and now their adorable little peanut, Lydia. Lydia. Um, who is only nine weeks, and you and I were both like, there's no way Fran was this small. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It just seemed impossible. Light as a feather. Light as a feather, just making weird ass faces. Eyeballs rolling around in her skull. Yeah, their brains know? have no, <laughs> their brains have no neural connections. There's the wiring is not even close to connected. It's just like sparks and like puffs yeah. of gas. <laughs> it's just like a little mouse hamster on a Science, wheel. Science, okay. There's a little hamster with a wheel, but it's not on the wheel yeah. yet. It's like, what do I do with that? Like in Fran's brain, the hamster's on the wheel and it has found rhythm. Oh yes. And it won't stop moving, actually. Yeah, she's... <laughs> the hamster is fully 
spinning sprinting full speed full speed ahead so yeah we've been traveling and uh, we've been very fortunate to travel and and get out of brooklyn when we can and when we need to and it feels like the the light is at the end of the tunnel with this pandemic you know we we got vaccinated for us yeah we're mask wearers when appropriate uh and we did everything as safely as possible and it just feels like we are emerging uh you know 14 months after this all started as like a fully formed family yeah it's bizarre it is pretty weird yeah cuz now that we're we're almost at our our 1 year anniversary aka Fran's 1 year birthday uh of having this human child in our life uh there's a lot a lot has happened yeah in this past year for everyone a country a world a lot of terrible things are still happening but in our little microcosm um you know this time last year i was as big as a house ready to burst Mm -hmm. wondering you know am i going to give birth early am i going to give birth late like what what is in store for me in these next few weeks because it was like the due date you know a year ago was only a couple weeks away yeah so we, we were, were just doing... gearing up we were nesting the fuck out of our i was gonna say our hotel basically <laughs> well at that point were we like living on the pullout couch or something like how come i I, I picture our um birthing classes on zoom we were on the pullout couch we kept that out a lot i think just because of pandemic like we were watching tv (laughs) yeah and because also like for my comfort like i liked laying out and having more space to kind of deal with my human inside of me (laughs) yeah so yeah now we're you know we've been kind of reflecting on everything that's been happening and uh you know we've we you got some interesting mail recently i have some potential career stuff happening uh there's a lot of moving parts i don't know i thought we could talk about some some things that have presented themselves sure uh and you can you know obviously if you you want to talk about it however you want to talk about it uh basically what we're getting at is ross is pregnant again mr vague book over here don't even say it yeah no i'm getting that vaccine too i'm getting a vasectomy i actually was just thinking i was thinking about this yesterday that when i go to my next annual gyno appointment i'm gonna ask them about (laughs) what are you doing there's a comedian that holds the mic like this. And I was like, I just want to see how this feels. The visual medium of podcasting. I'm over here looking at Patrick. He's like doing some weird shit with his wrists. I've got my palm <laughs> facing, facing out. But he was like going back and forth. Because well, I was like, how do they even do make this happen? It's some, that's how they're comfortable. Or you could be like, hey, what up? Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. Anyway, who gives a shit? So, uh... What was I saying right before your wrist dance really distracted me? I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to go when I go to the gyno this summer for my annual appointment. Uh, I'm going to inquire about what the the tubes tying procedure is, which I yeah. think is a, a bit more invasive than a vasectomy. But if it's like, you know, outpatient procedure and insurance will cover it, I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. I just don't want to fucking 
I don't want to be on birth control and I don't want to fucking risk it. Weren't you saying that they... Because I'd be fucking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's true. Up high, man. You... <laughs> You be fucking no condoms, letting them dump up in there. That is not true. I'd be fucking, but I'd be fucking sensibly and responsibly. Fill me up. Gross. Disgusting. (laughs) Absolutely disgusting. For some women, that's like a thing, though, right? Like, yeah, I guess I shouldn't say disgusting because I don't want to shame nobody. You want to be filled up, fill her up, but please, God, be smart about it because that can lead to a lot of problems. Yeah, like they just people want to feel the feeling of just like hot. I'm going to vomit. I am going to vomit. Not to shame anyone's kink, but it ain't mine, okay? I mean, it was quite something those three times we did it on purpose to create this child. The old pump and dump right in there. It does feel like a very... It's so different. It's as intimate as you can get. With You're another person. You're pouring your bodily fluids into the bo- not, <laughs> into the body of someone else. It's insane. Not just, not just pouring. You're shooting. You're, yeah, shooting. you're shooting them in there. If you're lucky, you're shooting. You it's know? a consensual shooting. Well, God willing. And for me now, the way my body works, it's more of a um, just like a like like you're gently pouring out. <laughs> A teacup, like it that. It still you... shoots. It still shoots. Come on now. I mean, don't don't even get me started on how I feel about my body and my sexual abilities. I well, was telling my, it's telling Jenny, my therapist. And by, get, the other by day, don't get you started, you mean get let started me get and started get it. on this. <laughs> let me get started on this tangent. We'll talk about my credit card debt in a second. Let's talk about how you feel about your body. Go. Yeah, I mean, this is a little more spicy for the listener. Yeah. So we're making love on the couch while Fran's taking a nap. Okay. <laughs> Living room sex happens. Making all of our, love, baby. All of our sex in 2021, I think, has been 100% living room sex. And that's not to say it's been a lot, <laughs> but the few times we've done it, it's yeah. been in the living room while the baby naps in the bedroom. Correct. And I, uh, turns out, I, I can't, I can't uh, really do it anymore <laughs> without having... Uh, an asthma attack without wheezing, without my arms giving out. <laughs> I get that shaky thing like I'm on my last rep of bench press, you know, mm-hmm. in the arms mm-hmm. and shoulders. I need sure. a spotter. I'm like, Peggy, get over here. Lift me up by the center of my back. I just pictured Peg on her back legs just like in like a gripping squat just being like, I got you, dad. On the balls of her feet. <laughs> In an active stance, ready for anything. Uh, I'm short of breath. I'm sweating. I and it, and and then you know once the first intrusive negative thought comes of holy shit, I'm so out of shape. She must think I'm such a weak man, uh, which I don't think you think. But in my head, I'm giving you that dialogue. Sure. And once that thought comes in. Then the last body part that matters most uh, releases its flex. And <laughs> my penis then is like, eh, we're, we're good here. This is just now sad. So, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mind when I, you. Now, when I come, it's sort of like just a little gentle dump out. And I'll say right now, if you are a family member of ours, you might want to skip ahead. Yes, yeah, you, so you might have wanted right to skip now ahead. Now is a good time to say that. 
I don't give a fuck. I mean, who but cares? I just wanted to say specifically that you're going through all this right mentally and emotionally at this point. I've already come twice. So like you've done your job as far as it comes down to me. Cause I got that D <laughs> triumphant D. So oh, I just want to be see? clear. Like nobody, like for me, I'm not being left dissatisfied. Yeah. Um, but I do feel bad that you're like in your head having these thoughts while I'm like, like <laughs> <laughs> you've already had six cigarettes. Yeah. You're, you're waving a flag of some country. I don't even know. Yeah. You, you're having a great time. I'm like, Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> I've never been to Vegas. I don't ever plan on Peggy going, has but... stopped doing the spotting stance. She's now a backup dancer for you. Yeah, but like face away because she's like i don't really need to see this but i'm like go mom go mom she's like doing the cabbage patch yes (laughs) 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 oh that's good and you know what if you are a family member and you're listening to this aren't you glad we've gotten to know each other so well (laughs) aren't you glad you know the ins and outs, pun and Yes, in and out, like um, sex, S-E-X. But so you talk to your therapist about this. Well, I mean, honestly, I'm okay with like talking about these feelings that I'm having and the 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 self-esteem issues and the, the specific things that I am afraid that you must be thinking because it's all, I mean, it's good for me to, I need to hit a bottom right now with mm. my body. Like I just don't feel embodied uh which is a that's a good term i learned uh on my session yesterday that's great this time is a good time for me to you know re re embody myself Mm -hmm. and uh you know today is uh wednesday if i make it to bed today with no junk food that'll be day three and uh you know sunday was a rough day i i like hate fucked uh two huge pastries from the bakery like that i did not want like the whole time that i was like i'm gonna go get a treat i'm like i did not want to go get food like that and i did and it was in the afternoon and i'm like it's bright beautiful sunny day like why am i eating this right now and i enjoyed the pleasure of it in the moment but the instant that second eclair was in my gut i was just like i fucking hate myself well make no mistake i am guilty of enabling and uh i also have my own like disease of sugar addiction uh i just feel it more in my gut health as opposed to weight gain um so it's easier for me to pretend like nothing's happening yeah uh but then you have just rivers of diarrhea. Correct. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I'm like doing like a bunch of iced coffees and like dessert train, I'm actually, I'm losing weight at the rate <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm like excreting from my body. You're like, oh, you're doing a juice cleanse? That's cute. I'm doing a 100% sugar cleanse. Yeah, I do caffeine and chocolate chip cookies at a rate that no human should be doing it. And And I just geyser out my asshole. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not for everybody, but I honestly, I want to acknowledge that I, I don't want to be an enabler and I have to look at my behavior 
for myself as well as enabling you. And so, you know, it's a journey for both of us because as addicts, um, you know, a big thing with people that used to abuse drugs and alcohol, sugar is like the next phase of your development where it's like, you're encouraged to just like do whatever you have to do to like not pick up a drink or a drug, which usually means stuff your face with a bunch of fucking bullshit. Or have sex with strangers on the internet. And that's which not happening so I, much right now. I don't think people encourage that as much in program, maybe between oh, dudes. Oh, oh, sorry. I missed that part that you were saying. Yeah. I'm saying like in the early days of sobriety, yeah, you're yeah. like encouraged to just like whatever you got to do to stay sober. If that means you're yeah. eating a pint of ice cream a night, like just do it and don't. Well, you know what they it. say, you can't get drunk with a dick in your mouth. <laughs> Did you ever hear that one? No. That's something like women would say to each other. What women? Like. Where? Maybe guys would say that to women. Sounds great. Like, sounds, hey, like it's, sounds like it's just part of that beautiful predatory nature that you hear about in, in meetings I sometimes. I mean, it was a different time. Uh, uh, um, so yeah, we're on body journeys. Well, there's so many things I wanted to say and it all just fell out. Well, let's see if this helps you. Um, so yeah, you're on that journey and then I'm on this other journey, which is like in direct contrast to that journey, which is like, I'm not like when I was pregnant, I could not be less interested in sex. I did not feel sexy. I didn't fit into anything, you know, classic pregnant woman then there's postpartum like immediate postpartum where you're like healing your vagina has been torn in half if you gave birth vaginally um not torn in half but you know there is naturally a little tearing people out there giving birth you should not be getting episiotomies that is an archaic thing that doctors should not be doing anymore just a side note unless you want it no what if they want it though the only reason somebody would want an episiotomy is that they have been misled to think that their vagina cannot handle natural tearing, which is not true. An episiotomy was developed by a male gynecologist to make their life To easier. free up his schedule. Yes. Anyway. He's like, I-, I got a busy day of birth. Let me just <laughs> slice down and the middle. it takes much longer for episiotomies to heal than just natural vaginal tearing. Oh, that's interesting. So You would think a straight line would be healed Yeah, but easier. it's not like, that's like, not a natural it's not torn on the grain no and it's not the vagina has it naturally torn it's like just yeah, it's like cutting, a scissor cut you're cutting against the bias <laughs> anyway that's a deep cut for 90 day fiance fans <laughs> i digress um but now i am like i fit into all my summer clothes i'm back baby like I'm only breastfeeding like once a day. My tits are back to normal. Like, hot girl summer, what's up? Like, I'm really feeling my oats is what I'm saying. So, you know, I got on the apps. I'm chatting with people. I told you this already. Yeah, but anything new? No, 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 no. Okay. No, I'm just, I'm keeping the viewer abreast because we haven't discussed any of this. Yeah, I forget we're like six weeks behind with our friends. Yeah, we haven't told them any of our of our lifestyle cho- choices post uh, baby, really. Right, right. So, yeah, we're just kind of in different places around that stuff at the moment. But I think that we can navigate it just fine. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I I I'm just looking forward to getting reacquainted with my body, feeling healthy, getting good sleep, going on some nice long walks at night instead of <laughs> eating an entire pint of ice cream mm-hmm. by myself. Like Bay Bay asked us while we were away last week. <laughs> he's like, "Have you guys ever just eaten an entire pint of ice cream by, by yourself?" yourself? <laughs> and I, it's just I mean, I think he was being cute, but I, I, I don't think a lot of people, I know a lot of people do do that, but I mean, I was doing that for days in a row for... I think a lot of people do that, but not like day in, day not out. Not every single night. Not every single night. I mean, literally every single night for, I mean, there were probably some hot streaks where we were doing it two or three weeks in a row. And then, you know, we'd take a break with some, like, cookies or something else. <laughs> but I, it's just, like, really... And I don't want to make this about, like, body, like, types or whatever. Like, I I just don't like how I feel most of any... Most of all. Sure. Um, I do want to look a little different, but... And that's okay. I mean, like, that's okay that that's a part of it. Like, we are still human, you know? Yeah. Like I just have a like I have that mystery pain that has come up in my low yeah. belly. I'm like that's weird. Yeah. Like I don't like that I am scared to like sit up in bed without using my arms. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. No, it's fine. It's fine. <gasps> uh so anyway, that's where that's that's where I'm at. That's that's what's uh that's what I care about at the moment is Well, not, like, also not getting diabetes. The day we got to Martha's Vineyard, I felt so woozy all day and I just wanted to keep shoveling food in my face. And I was like, is this like a blood sugar mm. thing? Because diabetes is all over my family. And uh, it's like, who knows how this is all going to come together? We should probably go to like a general practitioner checkup, you know, yeah. get some blood work done, check in, make sure things are going according to plan. Yeah. Nothing no serious warning signs. Um I mean, how do you how do you feel about me being in a different place than you? Around body and sex and things of that nature. Well, I guess I haven't thought about it in that context. I guess I've been thinking about it more like, oh, well, once we get back out there, we'll kind of do it together, you mm. know, we'll we'll both make plans at the same time or we'll mm. both uh because that will preserve the sort of equilibrium of it all mm-hmm. like i always felt like that was important um and i you know i th- i can't remember if i talked about this on here or not uh oh no i talked about it on that radio show we did uh i met up with a former partner of mine just to really just to catch up in person and it turned into a breakup and it was uh genuinely a a relief like i think it is best that me and this person don't see each other um so i I guess i haven't thought about it much uh why are you are you you scheduling a date (laughs) no no i'm not uh but you know it's worth it's worth checking in about yeah. Are there interested parties? Perhaps. You know? Mm. <laughs> but I've just 
discussed this with you before and it's not anything different and nothing has changed. It's just a matter of like, is it okay with you? You know, but I also am empathetic to the vibe. And like, if you need time to like, not have me out in them streets, not that I'm, I'm exaggerating, but like, I can, I can understand that. Yeah. Then this isn't even opening the door to like all of my own identity stuff that I'm kind of struggling with when it comes to like being this sexually open person, but also being a mother and a wife and somebody who needs to like take care of my home in a certain way, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I just, I didn't expect to talk about this in this way oh. right now. So that any hesitance you are seeing is more like, I just thought like, let's give the viewers we, some juicy juice. Are we negotiating, are we negotiating an actual no, no, no. thing? No, we're not. Um, I'm just kind of getting your thoughts. Cause viewer, this is when I would be like wanting specifics. Like, mm. well, well, who is, it? is it somebody you already know? Is this a new person? Is this. A person we've known, but you haven't hooked up with yet. Like, is this a, a male? Is this a woman? You know, these are... These are the questions. These are the specifics I'm always kind of wanting to know. I think it's just interesting to... I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I do feel like it's interesting to, like, bring the viewer in to yeah. how these... Like, what feelings come up and what sort of questions and negotiations do kind of have to take place in order yeah. to sort this stuff out. Lots of talking. Like we've always, we've always said we may, we haven't really talked about this stuff in a long time, but uh, it always involves a lot of talking. Yeah. Uh, I guess also another thing is I've always felt since, since pandemic, well, since pregnancy and pandemic, like, I really would like to feel reunited with you and and I don't know what that actually means like if it's just like all right like yeah that one was good like I really <laughs> I really brought the heat I gave it to her I laid some pipe wow now now if she wants to go let you know sure. these other chumps at it sure chump town you know what I mean but yeah, I mean, there's so much ego wrapped up in all this. It's like, it's, it is really very delicate with, um, what I, uh, what I feel open to. You know what we might need to do is call our couples therapist. <laughs> Who we cannot afford. <laughs> yeah, but maybe with this health insurance, if we actually find out what would be covered. I don't think she ever took health insurance. She didn't, but she did always suggest that we find out about out of network. Mm. So any who cares? But <laughs> um, I have to return an important text. Do you mind taking a break? And then we'll come right back after these messages. Is this with one of your suitors? No, it's with somebody who's going to pick up our child's old bathtub and I have to let our babysitter know. See, these are the things that you have to juggle as a parent, uh, as, a, as a parent in the sexual polyamorous uh, scene. You know, one minute you're on your sex apps all day arranging dates before your podcast session with your husband. So you can kind of 
get your ducks in a row. And other times you're texting the babysitter like, hey, can you can you stay another hour? Because I'm going to be getting railed uh, longer this afternoon. Um, and other times you're negotiating free uh, child's bathing equipment with people from Facebook. And man, you join so many Facebook groups as a parent. You thought you were done with Facebook. Uh, you thought you were just an Instagram person, a Twitter person, but then you have a child and you need to get rid of these diapers that don't fit anymore. So you join a parents helping parents, Facebook group. Next thing you know, you join QAnon because you're reading Facebook posts, you're getting sucked into the algorithm and this is your life now. You always wonder how come my aunts are so weird on Facebook? Why is my mom so clumsy on Facebook? Because they had you. They had you in the early 1980s, and right away they joined Facebook. So the cycle continues. Wow, great vamp. I don't even know what I was talking about. Great vamp. I had to text the woman back and then text the babysitter, and I had to spell out our whole fucking door button situation where she has to do talk. Key, Did key, you tell key, them that we talk. don't actually live on that avenue oh i always i always do entrance on you know what sucks is we can no longer say yeah we live directly above this specific store now it's like i never say that that. store is gone i always give the exact address and then say entrance on yeah and if you can't read between the lines on that very clear directive whatever we are doing together not interested yeah that's what i say a viewer um, but no, maybe we should, maybe we should uh, figure out some sort of couples therapy situation. Wouldn't mm. hurt to touch base, you know? Yeah. I mean, I also think, I don't, I don't think anything that you've brought up, I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe there's other things you want to talk about that you would rather discuss. Well, I think her. what I think is interesting that you brought up, like, about the equilibrium, like we do things at the same time, you know, and my memory of those sorts of conversations, which like, yes, we always kind of try to do that, but we also talked a lot about how like, that's just not possible a lot of the time also. And so like to always adhere to that. Yeah. I I guess I don't mean on a day to day basis. Cause like, I mean, when I was out at night a lot, you know, performing, that worked well for mm. you to be able to have some space. Um, but now it, 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 there's the whole thing of like, well, are we getting a babysitter at night? Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. That becomes an expense. Yeah. We got to think about expenses. That's true. <laughs> think about expenses. <sighs> I hope I didn't make you uncomfortable with just like bringing this up for today's episode. No, I guess I. it's more like I don't have a light, fun way to talk about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, here's the thing about me. Patrick, <laughs> if you didn't know, after knowing me and being married to me, um, I am someone who, when receiving attention and sexual interest from multiple parties not i'm not saying like a gaggle but 
more than you. Okay. And that lights my general flame in a way that, from my perspective, benefits you. Mm -hmm. Like that, you know, I'm a Libra. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I like attention. I'm ruled by Venus. I'm into sex and romance. Actually, I'm Libra, Sun, Taurus, Rising, both ruled by Venus. So both of those signs are like strong in me. So blame mm -hmm. the stars, hon. Blame the stars. Okay. If you're getting worked up about it, um, which it doesn't appear that you are, you're sitting there quite stoically while I ramble on and on. But, uh, I think it is. This sounds like a uh, used car salesman pitch, but well, I, I do think you, it's to your benefit. This is a sales pitch you've given me <laughs> before, and I, I mean, we're we're already doing this stuff. I like, know, I don't, but I guess I, I say it as a reminder, a reminder, but also like I'm always kind of surprised by it too, like that one leads to the other, like. I mean, how this all started was, as you've discussed very openly, was you stepping out of the marriage, which is my favorite phrase. He stepped out. He stepped out and he stepped in. Okay. I did not exit the marriage. I stepped out. He stepped out. It was like I had to run and catch a, get a cup of coffee. He did a two-step. Yeah. Um, But with that two-step, I like... So I think it's like the same can be true, obviously, on both sides of the coin. It's like you doing that. It was like something was like lit up in me, too, where I was like, oh, I'm going to fuck him. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, you going to go out? <laughs> I'm going to fuck you. I'll fuck you right now. I'm going to get fucked. <laughs> but like, I don't know if you remember, like that week after you had confessed and I had you in the doghouse for a couple of days, we then were like fucking like a couple of newly in loved Young kids. Like a couple of bunnies on Eleanor Wonders Why. Oh, don't bring her sweet face into this. Don't sully her. Um, so I guess it's just, it's like that sort of, you can have that sort of like push and pull that if you're all open about it, and I do think it like requires some reminders that it can... If you're open to it, it can serve the relationship as yeah. opposed to becoming a thing where it's like a problem. Yeah. I mean, I totally hear you. And I mean, it's just kind of like the pandemic started, you know, your pregnancy started, then the pandemic started. We had this one lifestyle going. Yeah. And then, you know, we've emerged on the other end of this with a, a an almost year old child we we're both the most domestic we've ever been ever we're cooking meals every day. I'm interviewing tomorrow for a possible like full-time grown up kind of job that would, I mean, it's only six months, but still it's like, a commitment. It'll, it'll be a lot of sacrifices to how I live my life now. And, um, and it feels like the correct decision to make for us as a family right now. And, uh, you know, just, just how much, how domestic we have become yes. has definitely led me to this mental space of like, okay, this is our life now. Like this is uh, not saying we got to, we got to become grownups now. We have to be serious. We can't be running around and getting nuts. Um, 
but it has put me in a place of kind of like routine and um, yeah this is this is where we're at and we Same. are we are an american household you know <laughs> we love liberty freedom the second amendment george bush one and two um well and i think you know it's like uh, so so just just to yeah. cap that off just the point is that like um i i guess i just haven't like like there have been moments where i'm like let me fire up the apps let's see who's like <clears throat> let's see who's on here but then realizing eh, i'm not that interested or that's just not where i'm at or or like you know on a bad day it's like well i'm a piece of shit i can't even like uh fuck my wife without you know wheezing um so why am i you know and i mean honestly a lot of it is is more like well what do i really want for my life like if i want this career as a performer like how much you know how much time do i have to give yeah. to these other things you know so um I don't know. I guess I'm slow to uh, to think about this part in our life. Yeah. Of our life. Well, and I think we're just coming from such different places with it where it's like I literally had my body hijacked for like nine months, over nine months, because I mean, the first few months of postpartum are really challenging you're still healing and breastfeeding around the clock so i i it's like syncing up with summertime where i'm like oh my god i actually feel like myself before any of this happened physically you know obviously I've, i'm changed in all these multitude of ways but like i did not feel like the same person physically for you know a solid year and a half and now it's like, oh, my clothes fit. I feel like, you know, I was bike riding over the Manhattan Bridge the other day. Like, just these things that felt so, like, it, they just felt kind of taken away from me in a variety of ways. That there's a little bit of, like, I'm back, baby, like, happening. And that's not to say that I, like want to go back to how our lives were before Peggy and before Fran because I like love our little family you know that but I do think there's like a little bit of that rebel in me that is always there that's like you're back you can do it get out there girl look at you the dukes the dukes fit the as dukes we fit. know <laughs> which is my Daisy Duke jean shorts I was very happy they fit me again this summer so the dukes fit so it's just you know it's just that feeling myself a little bit in a way that i hadn't like this time last year i was like having a hard time breathing and sitting comfortably yeah <laughs> so there's just like a little bit of like uh celebratory like i feel more embodied now and you're like i need to feel more embodied Whereas, like, I'd spent the past year and a half not really feeling like that, you know? Yeah. So, I think it's just, like, coming from different places, too. You know what I mean, man? Yeah, dude. I love you. I love you, too. I'm not trying to, like, 
go fuck all of Brooklyn. I hope you know that. Yeah, I won't allow it. <laughs> Not a thing I'm into. Wow, he won't allow it. Did no. you hear that? We have a legal contract. That's true. We do have a legal contract. And it's like, literally last night I worked late until like seven and I was like freaking out to get home to see Fran before she went to bed. Like, that's not going away. You know, yeah. it's like I want to be around our family more than anything. Yeah, what's hard is like the the element, the sexual element in a marriage Mm. does change because it's like yeah of course it's exciting to picture like yeah i want to get out there i want to go get some strange or or (laughs) or not strange or like go to my boyfriends uh or not to my boyfriends like i'm gonna go have a hotel hook up with my boyfriend that'll be fun that'll be like a fun couple hour or several hour pressure relief you know and it'll be this probably only a couple fun thing um which you know, of course, like, and I guess my fear is like, we have to, we'll, we need to like work to create those exciting periods of time for ourselves. Like, even if it is just living room sex yeah, on the ottoman. Or having whatever. a babysitter come at night so we go have a fucking date, just the two of us, yeah. like out on Bushwick, you know, yeah, doing the thing, eating outdoors. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go see our dear friend Lux Fatale do burlesque on June 3rd. So we got to get a sitter that we got to get a sitter so that we can go have a date and then be like, oh, my God, what time is it? We got to I know (laughs) I'm working this weekend at like till probably midnight, both both nights. And I don't I don't know if I'll be a functioning human past 10 p.m. I know. Anyway, lots of question marks raised on this episode, so you'll have to tune in. You'll have to tune in when we hopefully make a plan to record next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Love you. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.